0: You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a colorful week full of planetary transits. We have a bunch of interesting alignments going on these next seven days. Saturn will connect with Chiron in an alignment it has not made in over five decades, giving us the ability to heal rigidity in our lives. Mercury is making a few pre-shadow alignments through this week, showing us where we need to work on our mindset and love life scenarios. This will be an active week for Uranus over these next seven days, which could give us the ability to shake things up in our lives. And the sun and Mercury will make the most connections over the next seven days, giving us the ability to work on communication skills and where we lack self-expression. Considering the kinds of transits we're having this week, the vibes on the graph are very much reflective of that. One of the most interesting things that are going on in the graph is this low-grade amount of energy that we're experiencing. There are low-grade amounts of romance, psychic emotional sensitivity and solitude since this week is more complex than usual we'll have to be aware of some of our moods our moods may feel like there's some of them are on the surface but there are some background things going on in other words we may not be as conscious of what's going on and why we might feel more irritated than normal why we might feel like we need more space than normal why there may be a little bit of conflict going on in terms of some of our relationships whether that's romantic or platonic so we could be carrying over low-key frustration causing us to be more irritable than normal. One of the cool things though about this week is from the 14th to the 18th we have ambitious energy but we also have good luck energy coupled with that. One of the cool things is that Jupiter is locked in a couple of alignments since Jupiter is about to go retrograde next month at the beginning of next month it's slowing down, it is connected to Uranus in a harmonious alignment, it's starting to come to a conjunction with Uranus there's still about, about 10 degrees of separation before that happens But it's also locked in an alignment with Mercury since Mercury is slowing down and getting ready to go retrograde next week. And also, it's connected harmoniously with Mars. So, this is bringing about some good luck energy. This is also going to key up some drive and ambition. So, if we have any goals that we want to tackle despite some of the harder alignments, well, with harder alignments, we always have drive and ambition because those harder alignments do help us and they push us. But with this energy connecting to Jupiter, we might find ourselves stumbling on some surprising opportunities through this energy. And because of all the Mercury stuff occurring, for the next seven days, we'll have a lot of mental energy, especially picking up around the 18th to the 20th. Mercury is headed into retrograde. As I was saying earlier, it's heading into retrograde on the 23rd. So we could find ourselves being in our heads. We could find ourselves analyzing everything. And as this planet is slowing down, our minds might be in problem solving mode, leading to going back to the things we need to resolve during the retrograde. So yeah, we have yet another fascinating week for sure. Let's look at these next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 14th, Saturn is making a semi-square with Chiron. And so an alignment like this hasn't happened in 52 years. The last time this occurred was on June 2nd of 1971. And although something like this might get overlooked since it is considered a minor alignment, you guys know that I always read semi sextile semi-squares, sesquiquadres, and all those other things because they count and they definitely affect us energetically. So it's important to look at these things and especially something that hasn't happened in 50 years. One of the main reasons why it takes so long for Saturn and Chiron to come together in certain alignments is these happen to be outer celestial bodies. So they have slower orbits. It takes Saturn 29 years to travel around the sun and it takes Chiron 50 years to travel around the sun. So it takes a while for them to connect in specific alignments depending on how close Chiron is to Saturn's orbit. Chiron travels between Uranus and Saturn. So it depends on their level of closeness with one another as they're doing their rotation. One of the last times this alignment occurred, Saturn was in Taurus in the 70s and Chiron happened to be right in Aries where it is right now again, due to that 50 year orbit or so. So because this is a semi-square, we may feel this alignment more internally. It's not to say external things can't occur because of it. And with these two being outer body planets, there might be some themes that we'll see collectively play out within this energy. Under this influence, we might find ourselves examining issues within ourselves on where we might need to loosen up a little bit, where we're too stringent and where we need to heal those parts of ourselves. So this could have us taking a deep dive into why our personalities may be set up that way. What kind of things happened to us in our past to make us so rigid and why we feel as though we need to control everything in our lives. This could also show up as where we're lacking boundaries with ourselves and with others. Some of this can show up as issues with self-control. Sometimes this could help us in terms of looking at where we're lacking motivation, why we might have a gloomy disposition, and why we feel as though all the work that we're putting in isn't working for us. So we could examine if we're really getting a return on investment in certain situations or where we're pouring our energy into something that isn't giving us that and it's causing those gloomy feelings. Another thing with this is it can help us look at where we might need to work on emotional stuff. And by that, it can show us where we shut down emotionally, where we don't want to deal with what's going on with us in terms of our feelings and sentiments, why we have the tendency to go numb, why we have the tendency to diminish what we're going through and maybe minimizing what others are going through. But overall, it can show us where we need to work on having a cold disposition and where we lack a lot of vulnerability. But we'll have this alignment hovering around for a while since it's one of those slow moving energies with Saturn and Chiron being outer celestial bodies. We'll see this one again on November 25th of this year. And then the next time we'll get that semi square will be around 2033, around August 11th, 2023. So it'll be a while before that happens. And by that point in time, they'll both be in different signs. Saturn will will be in Cancer and Chiron will be in Gemini the next day. Mercury's making a semi-sextile with Venus, and this is part two of this energy. The last time we had this was on July 8th for the Venus pre-shadow retrograde, and now it just so happens that Mercury is in pre-shadow, so this alignment is tied into that as well. So in this interesting way, because both planets are doing some sort of dance with one another during their retrograde motions, whether it's in pre-shadow or out of pre-shadow, it's a retrograde period where we'll actually see this four times in total. But a vibe like this is going to enunciate situations regarding our love life. With a vibe like this, we tend to look at situations in our love life that happen to be shallow. In other words, if we're dealing with people in dating situations, we're looking and seeing that the situation itself is more superficial. It's more shallow. So rather than becoming something more profound, it's something that may not lead to a committed relationship. Communication wise, it could be a very flirty day, which is all about having fun with the flirtation rather than taking it seriously. Because again, this is not the most committal energy. So if you're getting something like that from someone, kind of take it for what it is rather than getting lost in the words, because an energy like this also kind of produces this thing where someone may come off like they're buttering you up. Someone may come off insincere, like they're laying it on too thick in terms of flirtation. So if you're experiencing that, just more or less just kind of have fun with it and don't take it as seriously. Also, This could rev up the need for more attention. We could be craving more attention when it comes down to whoever we're communicating with. And if we're not getting responses fast, we might become irritable. This could also show up in our social media if we're not getting the response we want, if we're posting something or posting a selfie and things like that. And so if you're catching yourself getting irritated or frustrated by that, try to be mindful and ground your energy because a vibe like this tends to really rev up that feeling. The next time we'll see this again is when Mercury is in its retrograde and Venus is its post-shadow and that'll be around September 7th. Then the last one we'll get will be October 1st of 2022 when both planets are in their post-shadow. Venus will be out of its post-shadow two days later but Mercury still has a little ways to go. The 16th could feel like an ultra Uranian day with the Sun making a square to Uranus but Mars will be making a trine to Uranus around that point in time. So when we were seeing some of that ambitious energy some of this plays into that as well because connections with the Sun and Uranus and Mars Uranus tend to give us an extra boost we need to feel encouraged to go after what we want, to bust through barriers, to break out of stale periods, and really just go for it. So on this day with both planets, we can feel more energized than typical. On the very positive end of this, this could really help us get motivated to take care of things that we've been neglecting. An energy like this really is helpful for being determined and staying the course on some of our goals and whatever needs to be put back into focus, whatever needs to be concentrated on, whatever needs to get back on track. So with Mars being in Virgo, we could be looking at ways to improve our circumstances, ways to polish things up, and looking at new ways to engage in things that'll serve us down the line. With both the sun and Mars connecting to Uranus, it could be a day where we're seeking excitement and adventure and looking for fun things to do, novel things to do, getting out of our usual like hangout spots, meaning basically doing different things, going to different places, shaking up the activities that we normally do for fun. So it could show us healthy ways to get out of our comfort zone when it comes down to our leisurely activities. Also with this, especially connected to the Mars energy and the sun too, because they both kind of deal with this, it can have, it could be a day where we're more passionate than normal when it comes down to our romantic lives. It could be a day for heavy intimacy. It could be a day of seeking something exhilarating or trying something new within a committed relationship. But the biggest problem of the day will be that sun Uranus situation because an energy like that is high octane and you already have Mars activating Uranus positively, but still nonetheless activating Uranus. And so this could be a day where we need to be aware of being overly risky. The good thing is with these connections, we're going to feel like we need to take some risks and seek out opportunities. The only problem is with that Sun Square Uranus, sometimes it could be on impulse. And so if something doesn't feel right, try not to dive into it because it could backfire. Luckily with Mars being in Virgo, try and take practical risk if possible. We also need to be aware of our temperament under this energy because we could feel more agitated than normal. There's a tendency to do things for shock value or to get validation for doing something that's edgelordy. And by edge edge-lordy, doing something that's out of hand to get a reaction from others. And with all of this high octane energy, we might feel more nervous than normal. We may feel more jittery than normal. We could feel more anxious than normal. And we could have some issues when it comes down to our sense of self where it may veer on either side of being overly confident, but also veering on the side of being overly anxious and self-conscious. And if you're feeling like that, try to channel this energy the best way you can. Try to ground your energy the best way you can if you're feeling over energetic, try to channel this into exercise or cleaning your house or something really constructive that burns off energy. And we will absolutely need to be mindful of our behaviors on that day because that same day Mercury's making a quincunx with Chiron, which could create moments where our inner dialogue may be more self-defeating than normal. Now, with the Mars stuff in Uranus and the Sun stuff with Uranus, hopefully that mitigates certain things. Although that Uranus situation could be unpredictable when it comes down to our moods and maybe our sense of self there could be moments with this mercury situation which happens to be also a pre-shadow alignment where we're having to work on self-defeating talk that we tell ourselves or the stuff that we go in our minds about the stuff that we get in our heads about in terms of who we are in terms of our abilities and things like that a vibe like this can bring up moments where our thoughts are a little more intrusive when it comes down to unpleasant things from the past and so that's also something that we're having to ground our minds and energy on another way this can show up is through limited thinking. So this could be a day where we're having to work on being overly critical on ourselves and others, but also working on having a fixed mindset where we feel as though nothing can get better, nothing can improve. This is where we're supposed to be. This is where we're stuck. This is our station in life. And that's obviously not true. So this is about becoming more aware of our mindset and how it puts us in these positions where we paint ourselves in the corner. When we have Chiron stuff, it's about the areas of our lives that we need to heal. And this could be an area where you're needing to heal that sort of rigidity we're having that theme coming up especially with that Saturn Chiron stuff and so with something like this we're getting that again and so it's a reminder and a nudge to work on those things this will pop back up of course because it is a pre-shadow alignment we will see this again on August 30th and then on September 27th when Mercury is in the post-shadow by the time we get to the 20th the Sun's making a comes with Neptune and so this could create moments where something is unknowingly zapping our confidence again quincunx energy is one of those energies where we lack insight, where we lack self-awareness. And so this could be a day where we're not understanding our sense of self. This could be a day where we might have a foggy sense of self or something's giving us the nudge to work on that. We may not have awareness of how others perceive us. And sometimes that can veer on the side of thinking that everyone thinks that we're great. Sometimes it can veer on the side of thinking everyone thinks that we're not so great. So of course, that's something that we have to work on in time. This could also bring up situations where we misrepresent ourselves or or others are misrepresenting themselves, again, causing this lack of understanding on why someone's personality might be the way they are or why our personality may come off the way it does. It could be a day where we're seeing exactly where we lack boundaries with ourselves, where we lack boundaries with others, where we need to set limits, where we need to work on impulsivity. And an energy like this can make us very aware of our vitality. In other words, Neptune alignments with the sun and Mars and also some Saturn stuff could make us feel more sleepier than normal. There could be a sense of drowsiness within this energy. We had something like this about two weeks ago with a Neptune alignment. It was a sesquiquadrate. I believe, but this may be bringing to our attention where we're overdoing it, where we're overworking ourselves, where we lack insight in terms of our workload. We could be participating in grind culture and it could be draining us, or there could be something else that's draining our energy and we're needing to work on that. So if you're feeling low on energies, try to find ways to relax, try to find ways to take a break. I know that's easier said than done. Sometimes our lives are not set up that way, sometimes our living situations aren't set up that way, and other things are. are going on. So if you can find at least a couple hours to yourself or an hour to yourself to just relax and rejuvenate, try to do that the best way you can. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.